here. We are right now, today, with another one of those episode things. <laughs> so, today we're playing a little bit of a game, and it's not too serious, but of course, in all good things, in all good time, I do feel like there is something quite serious about this. There is something quite profound about this, and we're going to get a little bit abstract, a little bit absurd with this game, which you've probably heard of. It's called Would You Rather? And this is one of those games that kids play. It's the sort of game that you might hear some kids playing if you're on the train somewhere, and some young guns sit down across from you and they're talking about something. And it's a game that has a lot of different forms, a lot of different versions, a lot of different questions. But essentially, it's just that you get stuck with this dichotomy. You get stuck with this choice of either two terrible things or two really good things. Now, my version of the game is a little bit different. It's a little bit extreme. It's a little bit like we could call this almost reverse would you rather. What is the opposite of would you rather? And I'm going to explain that. I'm going to, pro I'm going to pose some of these to you in just a moment. I'll explain what that is in just a moment. But to sort of just give you some more examples of how this game is normally played, it might be that you have sort of two things to choose from, like, would you rather have no clothes in Antarctica or wear a snowsuit in the hot desert, right? So, would you rather be freezing cold or boiling hot sort of thing? And then there's another one which is like, would you rather live forever or have unlimited money, right? So, that's another one which is a little bit more abstract. Here's another one. Would you rather eat one chili or one thing that's hot, one spicy thing, or have one taste, one mouthful of every cake in the cake factory, <laughs> right? You might think, well, I love cake. Cake is great. But not so fast, you'd have to think about this, because there's a lot of cakes in the cake factory. After about the, the dozen or so, or two dozen mouthfuls, you're going to be starting to feel really stuffed, and then you'll be thinking, man, maybe I should have just had the chili, <laughs> right? So, it's a dichotomy. And, of course, there's a whole bunch of these where people actually do them. Right? You see people on online with, you know, something like a hundred thousand dollars or a mystery box or some sort of situation where they've actually created it, right? Would you rather a Lamborghini or a house? Right? And it's like, wow, you're actually playing this in real life. And some of them are a little bit more theoretical too. Like another funny one I saw was Would you rather have a clone of yourself or have your arms dedicated to scientific robotic research. 
<laughs> and it was like, in that scenario, everyone chose the scientific arms because the reasoning was that you don't want to have a clone of yourself because then you don't know what they're going to do. They might do something bad and people will mistake that for you. And there was one guy that said, no, I'd rather have a clone of myself. And he said, oh, because I'd like to have a relationship. <laughs> right? And he was like, oh, I'm a pretty good looking guy. Right? So, it's like, oh, man, are you that full of yourself? You want to have a relationship with yourself? <laughs> so, that was very funny. And then another one was, would you rather lose the ability to speak or to never read again? And it was sort of funny because this one too, everyone chose never read again, except one guy who said, oh, never speak again. And everyone was like, hey, what are you talking about? Why would you do this? How can you do that? How could you survive like that? And he goes, oh, I don't really talk much anyway, <laughs> right? And he goes, they're all like, but how much do you read? Do you really read that much? And he's like, yeah, I'm actually pretty well read, <laughs> right? So, it was this dichotomy which really divided the room and shocked everyone. Like, how would you do this? Another one was, who would you rather have raise your kids, this person or another person? And it was like, oh, who would be a better father for my kids? That's, an, that's a really tricky dichotomy, right? Would you rather have this person raise your kids, but they've got these sorts of qualities, but would they make a good father, right? That's a hard thing to judge. Who would be a good father? Who would be a good caretaker? And there is also a movie. There's a horror movie called Would You Rather? And this is where the game goes into like a real dark, sort of violent version. And then you've got this, you know, sadistic, horrific sort of predator, this creepy predator. And he puts these people into these really violent situations where they've got like a bomb attached, attached to them. Or they've got a knife and they've got to stab someone. Or they've got themselves... a linked up to an electricity sort of shock and they've got to choose, would you rather take an electric shock or kill someone or have something cut off or something like this, right? And they're put into these really stressful, raw decisions to make. And they're impossible to make because it's like, I don't want either of those, right? <laughs> so, that's another version of this game of would you rather? And then, there's another one which I saw which was a bit more fun, which was where you had the, like, the supermodels who were comparing their lifestyles. So, it would be like one of them had a pet. Well, they, they, they both had a pet, right? So, whose doggy was more cute? Would you rather this person's doggy or this person's doggy? And then it was like, whose handbag would you like better? This person's handbag or this person's handbag whose watch that's worth thousands of dollars would you like this one or this one and who whose cute outfit you know whose bikini would you like this one or this one whose hairstyle would you like this one or this one and it's sort of like this funny game of would you rather in the battle of the <laughs> the supermodels or the glamour girl sort of life. So, that's another version of this. And and I look at all this and 
you know, I know there's so many versions of these of this game and so many things, and it's so. I mean, a lot of these are just sort of cheesy, right? They're just sort of quick and easy, and they sort of give you a little punch, and they don't really show you too much. They're not really that much interesting in terms of what they reveal about yourself. It's sort of just a game, right? It is just a game. But, of course, I had to think about this. I had to think about this. And I had to think, like, where does this really come from? Where does this dichotomy in life, like, why do we have dichotomies? Why do we have choices in life? And what is the foundational choice of life? Like, what does it all boil down to, really? And I realize that it is that life is a choice. You can choose to live. You can choose the life that you live. And when I realized that, when I saw that that's what's going on with this game, I thought like, what's the opposite version of this game? How do we do like a reverse of false dichotomies? And it's not false dichotomies or impossible choices as in two terrible things that you don't want to have happen or two really good things, right? Would you rather live forever or have unlimited money? You know, well, either of those two things could be pretty cool, you know? It's like, would you rather be cold in the winter or hot in the summer? It's like, well, neither of those I really like. The opposite of this is actually a choice between something really quite terrible and something really quite good. Now, in this version of the game, it's going to be obvious, right? It's obvious what the choice is. It's ob- it's obvious. And this is the same sort of feeling that you should have about your life. This is the same sort of feeling you have about your choices. And if you look at these, if you really embody these and really think these through, then you can get a sense of that feeling. That sense of empowerment, that sense of choice. Choice is a state. It's not an action. It's not a process of thought like we so often think that it is. Choice is a state. It's a feeling that is is radiating itself out. So in this version of the game, you do have to be a little bit abstract. You do have to be a little bit absurd, right? So get your absurdist hat on, get your abstract thinking on, and let's go through some examples. See which one you would choose. See which one you would choose and and sense how you feel when you make this decision. Would you rather be able to speak a second language and a third language or just Speak the language that you've got now. That's easy, right? How cool would that be to speak a second language? How cool would it be to speak a third language and a fourth language? Polygots are so cool. I'm so jealous of those guys. Right? Easy. Would you rather be knowledgeable or be ignorant? And it's like, well, duh. I'd rather be knowledgeable. 
I'd rather know about stuff. I like knowing about cultures. I like knowing about ideas. It's cool to be able to talk about things. It's cool to be able to tell stories. No one likes ignorance. That's obvious. Would you rather have knowledge or be ignorant? Easy choice. Would you rather travel the world? Would you rather travel to other countries? Meet new people? Taste new foods? Have new smells? Experience new architectures, atmospheres, environments? Or would you rather stay at home? Travel is pretty cool, right? (laughs) Travel can open up so much. I love to travel. Would you rather travel or stay at home? Would you rather make more money or just stay poor? Or at least continue making the same amount of money that you've got right now? Would you rather make more money or just stay as you are? Would you rather get good at something and get a skill or just stay with the same sort of abilities that you've got now? Would you rather get good at music? Would you rather get good at coding? Would you rather get good at art? Would you rather get good at any sort of skill that you can imagine for yourself? Or do you just want to stay as you are at the skill level that you've got? Do you want to be strong? Would you rather be strong and fit and healthy and have this amazing body with a low fat percentage, with abs, with great muscular shoulders, with really tight legs, with this real agility and athleticism to your body? Or would you rather be fat, overweight, with all these health problems? Unable to really move, always being tired, always being gluggy. Which one would you rather? Well, that's easy, right? That's so obvious. Would you rather be self-aware or be ignorant? Now, this is different to knowledge, right? Knowledge is about stories and ideas and concepts. But then there's knowledge is in self-knowledge. Would you rather know yourself? Or be ignorant? Would you rather know exactly what it is that you're feeling? Know exactly what it is that you really want? Know exactly what it is that you need to do next? Know exactly what it is that is aligned with your values and beliefs? Would you rather know intuitively what the right thing to do is? To know how to relate to people? And remain authentic. To speak your honest truth. Or would you rather be ignorant? Would you rather say things that you don't really mean? Say things that get you into trouble? Say things that make you look like an idiot? When you're not really an idiot. Right? Would you rather say things that you regret? Do things that you regret? Feel things that you don't know why you're feeling? Pursue things that... Don't really bring you any fulfillment, right? Would you rather have self-awareness or be ignorant? Would you rather be good at Tai Chi, yoga, dance, Kav Magra, martial arts? 
Or would you just rather not have that? Can you imagine what that's like to be aware of those bodily disciplines? Those physical body disciplines? Qigong, Tai Chi, yoga in its many forms. The martial arts. There are many martial arts, right? There's so many. I can't even think of any to name. (laughs) That's how many there are. (laughs) And can you imagine what it's like to have those as skills, right? To be really good at yoga, to be flexible, to be able to do all those positions, to do all those contortions, to understand how it's related to state and enlightenment, to understand how it opens up your emotions. Or would you rather just be ignorant of all that and not have any of that? Well, the choice is light as day, right? What about this one? Would you rather be in love or be bitter about the world? Now we're really getting into the business side of this end of the game. Would you rather be in love or be bitter about the world? Would you rather feel the love, be open to other people, have that warmth in your heart, have that authentic connection with others, to see the good in other people, to be compassionate towards other people, to be forgiving of your enemies, to be forgiving of the people that make mistakes against you and hurt you, Would you rather feel that love and live in that love and act from that awareness? And I don't mean just love as an emotion. Of course, that's part of it. But I mean love as the state, as that bigger thing. Love as that thing that radiates out into your perceptions, into your insight, into your wisdom into your choices, into your realization. Love is the thing that allows you to bloom towards your potentiality. And would you rather that or would you rather be bitter? To live in a defensive way. To live without trusting people. To live by blaming people. By seeing what is wrong in other people. By hurting other people. By disconnecting from other people. By always controlling them, manipulating them. Abusing them. And just all round living with bitterness, living in the hurt, living in the pain, living in this fragmentation. Now, what would you rather, to live in love or to live in bitterness? Really, think about that choice. Which one would you rather, right? How hard is it? How difficult is it? 
Let's go one further. Would you rather be existential or be local? Allow me to explain. Would you rather be existential in that you realize that you are bigger than this small little life? Would you rather realize that you are the cosmos? You are a vast expanse. You are infinite. Or would you rather keep on thinking that this life you've got is so important and this is all there is to it. I want what I want. I'm doing what I do. I experience what I experience. And it's the most important thing. And I'm so convinced that that's what I am. This is just local experiencing. This is just being arrested by the things that are happening around you, which is very different to actually seeing through the illusion, which quite paradoxically allows you to experience things more deeply. Would you rather be existential? Would you rather be everything? Or would you rather be this tiny little thing that you are, that you think you are, Now, the last one I've got on my list is related to this choice between existential and local. Would you rather do time travel or be stuck in the times that you are? Now, this might sound like (laughs) one of those abstract, cheesy would-you-rathers of would-you-rather-be-immortal or have an infinite amount of money, right? But actually, this is real. Actually, this is a realization and a choice you must make, you can make. To do time travel, to realize that you are eternal, to realize that you can expand beyond the times you're living in so many ways. That is a choice. That is an ability that you have. And would you rather that or would you rather be convinced that the times you're living are the times that are real to you? And that's all there is to it. It is literally the choice of would you rather do time travel or would you rather just be stuck in the times that you are? It's, it's actually quite tricky to, to illustrate how restrictive it is. It's almost like trying to explain how restrictive your small life is. How realizing how restrictive your small life is, is tricky because we're always so convinced that our life is the biggest thing to us. All that we've got going on in life so often just seems like it's the most important thing. And I'm here to tell you, I'm sorry, but it's actually very small. (laughs) There's really not much to it. The times that you're living in, 
the, the actual times in which you're living, the state of the earth. Right? How often have you heard this phrase? The times that we're living in. That's what I'm saying is small. That's the smaller choice compared to being eternal. Compared to having time travel. And really, all of these choices should give you this sense of how easy it is to make the choice, right? The choice is easy. It's easy, right? I want knowledge. I want to be able to speak a second language. I want to travel. I want to get good at my own skills, at my own craft. I want to be really good at them. I want to be strong. I want to have this amazing fit body. I want to be self-aware. I want to understand my emotions. I want to understand where I'm coming from. I want to know exactly what it is that I'm seeing. I want to know Tai Chi, yoga, Kav Magra, dance, martial arts. I want to be in love. I want to work. I want to live from a place of love. I want to radiate love to others. I want to know my existential truth. And I want to do time travel. <laughs> I want to know the truth of my eternal nature. And all that other stuff, I don't want it. I'd rather not, you know, I'd rather not be ignorant. I'd rather not stay at home. I'd rather travel the world. I'd rather not have no skills. I'd rather not be weak or overweight or have some sort of physical ailment in my body just because I can't get to the gym and get my diet right. I'd rather not be bitter towards other people. I'd rather not be untrusting. I'd rather not live my life without forgiving my enemies, without really connecting with people. I'd rather not do that. I'd rather not live the rest of my life being so convinced that my life is so important. I'd rather not live the rest of my life just being stuck in the times and just being convinced by what the news is telling me every day. Like, that is the state of things. Like, just think for a second how absurd that is. That you switch on the news and someone is there talking. It's a talking head and they're telling you what's happening. They're telling you what's happening in the world. Now, no matter how articulate and how many events and how either catastrophic or positive the events are, there's always going to be a limit, right? There's only so many news stories that can happen. There's only so much drama. 
that can occur. And compared to the happenings of the day, it will always be a microscopic amount. Right? It's skewed. It's skewed information. It's quite astonishing, really, that anyone would think that the news can tell you how the world is. Because it's just so narrow, right? Think of the occurrences of today. Think of what is happening in the world right now. It's impossible to know, right? It's impossible to even begin. Now, of course, if someone comes along and tells you something, well, that's an easy legwork. Maybe that's why so many so many people fall for the news, <laughs> right? <laughs> because it's so easy to have something opened up about the other side of the world or another event when it's something catastrophic and you wouldn't have known it otherwise. And so it's an easy leg, right? You don't have to imagine. You don't have to go and find it for yourself. So maybe laziness. <laughs> maybe it is lazy. That's another would you rather we can do. Would you? All right, here's another one. Would you rather be lazy or would you rather be motivated? That's a good summary for all of these. Would you rather have no interest in things? And just be spoon-fed life as it comes to you? Or would you rather go out and get it? Be motivated to seek, to discover, to research, to test things, to try things. Which one would you rather, right? It's so obvious. Now, of course, the rebuttal to all of this is... Well, Dosta, you say it like I have a choice. And for all of these, I don't really have a choice, right? I can't choose between being immortal and having an unlimited amount of money. That's a hypothetical. And sure, you say all of these things and they look great, but do I really have a choice? Is it really just a matter of choosing it? And of course, the answer is not exactly. It's not a choice as in the two things are sitting there on a table and all you have to do is take it. It's a choice in that you have to realize these things and then move into the state. And that will allow you to manifest those things. That will allow those things to come to you in their own way. And it's something we come back to again and again, right? To manifest love in your life, that's something we have to realize again and again. To forgive our enemies, that's something we have to try again and again and identify and practice on a regular basis. To become eternal, to realize our existential nature, these things are things that take time. These things that are so large we can't just up and take one step, are things that we work on a little bit day by day. 
Now, of course, when you do that, when you take those little steps and you really start to reorient your life in that direction, you do reach a point. You do find that those choices become very immediate. They become very clear. And then it exactly is like they are both there, right? Just being able to see, just being able to see that you've got the choice to be bitter or to live in love is quite an amazing point to arrive at. But it takes practice. It takes awareness. And it is, in fact, quite scary when you get to some of those deeper things like the eternal nature. Because the paradoxical side of something like realizing you're eternal goes along with realizing you don't exist. And it's almost like the more extreme the game gets of would you rather, the more high the stakes are, right? (laughs) Would you rather live forever or would you rather die immediately, right? If that's the choice, if that's the opposites, you, you see that there's a conundrum there. To be brought to that choice, but that but that is the choice that makes you realize it. You in fact have to actually let go of what you are. You have to die to your small life to realize the eternal. That's why those two doors are there. Live for eternity or die immediately. Those things are very much connected to each other. And this whole game of would you rather is something that is bringing out that little thing within us. When you see the two fashion superstars comparing their cute handbags or their little doggies, their pet doggies, and you say, which one would you rather? You're getting just a little sense of that. You're getting a little sense of that spark that's bringing you towards a deeper intensity of living. And of course, it is a cheap spark. It does, it does peter out. It does fade out. It's not very profound. These sorts of would-you-rather games are quite... <laughs> well, they're quite cheap, really. But at least now we know where they come from. And you can discover this for yourself. You can think about this for yourself. And as cheesy as it sounds, as new agey as it sounds, it is your choice. Life is a choice. And of course, it takes practice again and again to come up and face that choice and make the decision and to see it more clearly to realize its implications more clearly, to realize its intensity again and again, to allow that choice to be compounded 
to become a more high stakes game. Right? That's really what we're afraid of. Is to play would you rather with your life. So those are a few thoughts on the game Would You Rather. And I'll just quickly mention that I do have some online courses. So if you'd like to learn more about what I'm teaching and the sorts of ideas that I've got, you can go ahead and browse those courses. There will be a link somewhere in the description so you can discover that for yourself. So I guess I guess I should say, would you rather discover what it is I've got to teach or remain ignorant? But <laughs> that might be a false dichotomy. You might be able to find something from someone else. Whatever resonates for you, right? If it works for you, if it resonates with you, then I very much do encourage you to go ahead and do one of my courses. Otherwise, thanks very much. Stay tuned and we'll be back again very soon with more.